Good morning. Welcome back to Big Thoughts, folks. I'm Trevor Baker, and you're listening to Big Thoughts. Maybe this is your first time, and honestly, what we do here is to give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a whole lot of everything. Just kind of going to take on the world, see what's going on. We're going to talk about it, and there's plenty of goals on the world. I promise you that this will be valuable, interesting, and I'm just a fun guy to listen to. I have a good time, and I enjoy talking to myself, I guess. It's kind of lonely at times, but, you know, ultimately, as the show scales, there'll be more people, right? Right? I'm currently lonely. But we have a lot of good topics today because there's a lot going on in the world. It tends to be more sad uh, recently on my episodes, and I don't intend for that to happen, but there's a lot of garbage going on in our world. There's a lot of sad stuff, and then there's just some crazy stuff that we just got to talk about. And there's one thing this week that has infuriated me, and we're going to talk about it, because it is outrageous, and more so, the response, or the allowance of the response is outrageous. We're going to talk about what has happened, we also... I want to talk about Orlando a little bit and how tragic the events were, and I want to get on that and what bigger issues it's starting to lead into. But thank you for being Big Thoughts. We have a lot to do today. We're going to try to do it in 20-ish minutes. We'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be 30. I do not know. But this is Big Thoughts. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a whole lot of everything. So first on the docket. All right. I record these Saturday. So... Game six of the NBA Finals has already happened, and maybe by the time you listen to this, a champion has already been made champion, all right? So if you listen to it Monday, somebody's won the NBA championship. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Cavs or the Warriors. I know who I'm rooting for, and that's the Cavaliers the whole stinking time. I'm a Pistons fan, first off, so let's talk about this, okay? And people talking to me like, you Pistons fan, why are you rooting for the Cavs? First off. Diehard Pistons fan. So, logic of Pistons fans, we lose to champions if Cavs win. So, that's cool. But second off, I love LeBron James. If that loses half my audience, deal with it. I love LeBron James. He is in my era of life, all right? I didn't get to watch Michael Jordan in his glory years. I was a very young lad who didn't have a a concept of basketball and NBA at that time. I watched LeBron James when I was seriously getting into the NBA, and he was amazing. He is amazing. What he's doing is amazing. Even if he loses his NBA Finals, what he has done is incredible. Let's not forget, and I'm not even supposed to be talking about LeBron, but let's not forget the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, they did some shopping. But you're really going to tell me that the acquisition of Shumpert, uh, J.R. Smith, and Kevin Love are more the reason than LeBron James coming back while they're making the finals? The Cavaliers were one of the worst teams in the NBA. And then the next year, when LeBron got on the team, NBA Finals. I'm just saying. You can't make that stuff up. He is so good, and he has been phenomenal in these finals. I've loved watching it. I hate that they're all blowouts, but man, I see some dominance from the King. And it's, it's pretty consistent every night. I don't think there's been one game where he hasn't had a pretty stellar night. So, and back-to-back 40-point games. I mean, his last game, 41 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists. What was it? Four steals and three blocks, something like that? That's awesome. And all you LeBron haters can say blah, blah, blah. But I want to talk to you LeBron haters. I want to talk to you haters out there. Because there is something that happened in sports that we're just... Let it slide. We're just saying, oh, it's cool. Okay? But 
I'm telling you, if other players like LeBron James had done this or like a Dwight Howard had done this, you know, those more not liked players in the NBA, you guys would have had a complete and utter uproar. It would have been social media craziness. But no, because it's them, it's fine for some reason. And I don't even have, and you know, you probably know where I'm going with this. I don't even have something against, yes, the Curry family. There's, there, I don't sit here hating the Warriors. I don't hate the Warriors, but we are going to talk about what I think about them currently as of now and why I think the Cleveland Cavaliers and my hope and dreams, not dreams, really, but my hope is that they win because of Game 6, folks. So let's start off with the Curry family, okay? Let's talk about the pass that we give them that if LeBron James's wife had tweeted out what Miss Alicia Curry did, people would be going nuts. Absolutely bonkers. People would be throwing things. They'd be saying, you know what, your husband's this and blah, and they would be like, James stinks, LeBron's awful, he's only got two rings, he's only got four MVPs or whatever. That's what I'd be hearing. But for some reason, in the current family, everyone's like, you go, girl. You go, Alicia. You do what you say what you want. Because you got a right to talk about. I'm sorry. Did you hear what she said? Do you know what Alicia Curry said? Let's talk about Alicia Curry. Let's talk about her tweet, okay? After her rampant tweets of dissatisfaction and claiming that the Cleveland Cavaliers were doing tactics by her people not getting into the stadium. First off, if you listen to Mike and Mike in the morning, they clearly explain how you need to be there early because this stuff happens. Now, I get that. You know, it's frustrating that your father-in-law was confused with someone else who'd been faking their ID, okay? But guess what? Ultimately, you call that racial profiling, they're just trying to do their job. Now, I don't know all the details about that, but that's not even what I'm really talking about. This is what I'm talking about. This is why, folks, if you are famous, you cannot emotionally tweet. Not one bit. Not one at all. Okay, emotionally tweeting is bad in general. Facebook emotional tweeting. Facebook. Yeah, Facebook posting emotionally is bad. Okay, first off, you look like a moron. I cannot stand when someone posts on Facebook, she was never meant for me, but change is good, and I'm ready for the new chapter of my life. I could give one flying flip about your problems, and the fact that you put it on my Facebook means you're getting a sorry delete from my account. Don't put your... I don't care that you don't got a job, and your boyfriend dumped you. That's not my problem, because you sound pathetic on Facebook. That's... Get off there. It's like, well, you don't care about people. I care about people, but guess what? The reason you're posting that on the social media world is you want to know you want people to know that you are ticked off. You want people to know that you're upset and that you're sad and you want to be comforted by people. You want people to pity you. I don't pity you. You know what? Life's tough, man. Life's tough. And let's talk, Miss Alicia Curry, about your tweet, okay? After her little tweet rant, and yeah, we'll talk about Mr. Seth's response to what happened in the game. And I'm not saying that all those fouls were really good calls. I'm just saying the response needs to be talked about, okay? So let's read Miss Alicia Curry's tweet after Mr. Uh, game 6 went down. I've lost all respect. Sorry, this is absolutely rigged for money or ratings. I'm not sure which. I won't be silent. Just saw it live. Sorry. Let me read that one more time for you. I've lost all respect. This is absolutely rigged for money or ratings. And I'm not sure which. 
I won't be silent. Just start live. Sorry. First off, she spelled I'm wrong because she said wrote in, but it doesn't make sense. So I corrected it with me. But okay. Really? Are you serious? The MBA is rigged. Okay. Even if that was true, it's rigged for your husband. If we're, let's just go off that logic, which we'll talk about the egregious stupidity of the tweet. Okay. Is first off. If the NBA is rigged, it's rigged for your husband. That's the two-time first unanimous MVP won a series when they were down 3-1 against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And it's worth millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. So your rigged MVP, MVP, NBA is in your favor, hun. Okay? Is in your favor. I'm sorry, I wish the NBA was rigged too if I was making hundreds of millions of dollars and winning MVPs and won the NBA championship last year. What's, we, you're complaining about it being rigged. What? It's rigged and you, you don't want it to be fixed then. That's what I'm saying. Because if it's fixed, this is not good for you because it's currently in your husband's favor. He, he makes a lot of money, okay? He makes a lot. The fact that he get a $25,000 fine. You know what I do with $25,000? Then the NBA needs to start making the fines to college students. $25,000 would easily take care of my school bill. Okay? So, let's... Alicia, come on. If you're going to complain, then give me some of that money. If the NBA is rigged. Give me some of that money. Are you kidding me? The NBA is rigged? Is that... That's what you came up with? Because... The Cavaliers outplayed you in game six. They did. Now, was there calls on stuff that I didn't agree with? Yes. Yep, I'm not sitting here saying all those calls were legitimate. I understand that he's upset. I get that. But I'm sorry, that's not why you lost the game. It's not. And then Steve Kerr is complaining that they don't get to play like they did in the regular season. They're getting bumped and they're not getting those calls. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. That it's tough. Heaven forbid you guys have to go through adversity. Heaven forbid the Cleveland Cavaliers are just playing with their heart. They, they, what? Oh man, I just. Alicia, girl, come on now. This doesn't make any sense. And she deleted it, but guess what? This is our, this is the value for all of you listening. You cannot emotionally tweet or post on Facebook without somebody seeing it. Somebody is going to see it. And somebody is going to screenshot it, save it, retweet it. You're done, Alicia. It was done. The minute you did it, people were like, did you see what she said? And if you want to add any more frustration on your husband's current situation, you did. This was an incredibly unwise move. Welcome to the world of famnity. That means being famous. And it just slaps you in the face. It's reality, and it's a cruel world. But you know what even bugs me more? Now, I don't want people to be trolling her, okay? I don't want that. I don't like that. I don't like it when they do it to LeBron. I wouldn't want that for Steph and Alicia. But there's a heavy balance between Alicia getting trolled and people's like, oh, it's okay. You know, she was just upset. I'm sorry. What? What? Really? Because if LeBron's wife had done that, People would be just berating her, all right? It would be egregious. It would be colossal nuclear 
fireworks if she had said something like that. But no, because you're the Currys, and the Currys are the good people. So let's talk about the good people, right? Let's talk about Mr. Steph. And I like Steph Curry, all right? I like him. I don't love him. I've never been a lover of Steph Curry, so this is easier for me to say. Some of you out there in the bandwagon of bandwagon fans, you're like, well, you like LeBron. I said that from the very beginning. I own to that. i not a bandwagon LeBron fan. I'm a, I like LeBron. I want him to do well. So if you can't deal with that, that's not my problem. All right? I'm not going around saying I've been a Cleveland fan all my life. I'm not going around saying I've been a Miami Heat fan all my life. I've been a Pistons fan. If you know me at all, I'm a Pistons fan through and through. But I root for LeBron. If he's going to be in the NBA Finals all the time, yeah, I root for him all the time. And that has been the same since forever. So deal with it. And I own that. Like I don't even try to deny the fact that, yes, I root for LeBron James, and I'm happy when he succeeds. And if that's with you and Steph, that's fine. But please don't act like you've been a Warriors fan forever because those people did not exist until now. Till Steph. And what they've done with the Warriors is incredible. But let's talk about Mr. Curry. All right, Mr. Faith-claiming Curry. Okay? And I've always had these people claim faith. They're good people in the sports world. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying that he's not. But I'm just saying, um, I don't know if I can read lips, but, uh... And I'm saying it's not because he's not faithful because he had a blowout, but saying that faith response to the rest was a lacking some faith. All right, Mr. Good Boy Steph Curry finally broke Game Six. I have never seen an outburst like that from Steph Curry, and I'm telling you, if that was LeBron James, there would be gifts, memes, the social media would not be nonstop. Saying LeBron's a crybaby, he wise, he's a loser, blah, blah, blah. But when it's Steph Curry, oh, he's just upset by those calls. What? No. His response, uncalled for. I understand frustration. That guy went into a swearing fit through his mouthpiece. Now, I don't don't think he should have been banned, uh, you know, from a game or whatever. Or I don't think he was aiming at anybody. I don't think that. I don't see malicious intent, but he... Lost his cool, his composure, and completely looked like a child out there. Like a little kid. And you know, ultimately, what I summed this up from the Curry family is they looked and acted like children. They are brats. Because for the first stinking time since their warrior reign and their glory season, they're like, oh, shoot, the... This is not good because we are one game, we are up 3-1, and now we are one game from being eliminated and losing the NBA championship. Steph Curry and Alicia Curry were brats last game six. That's right. Quote me, tweet me, Facebook me, Instagram me, put it in quotes, write Trevor Baker, big thoughts, Steph and Alicia Curry are brats. Little children who can't own up to the fact that they're getting manhandled. And first off, Alicia Curry, you are not exempt from this conversation because you trolled LeBron earlier. Okay, you did. And now you're getting bit. And it hurts. And it stinks. And you know what? When you're in the worry series, 
first off, that's not that well, a lot of people said we're rigged, right? You guys didn't have to be brats because all you had to do was win from three to one. So it was all the glory on you if you could do it. But now that you were dominating the Cavs and Cavaliers have no chance of being the Warriors and the Mighty Mighty Warriors better than 9596 Bulls, you realize for the first time that there's a chance that your glorious season could come to an end at the hands of not only LeBron James, the best player in the world, but that your comparison to 9596 Bulls will be definitely, which I already think is a loss, sorry, I already think you're not better than them will never be compared if you don't win the NBA championship. Welcome to reality, and it stinks. Welcome to what LeBron has had gone through so many times that his taste or chance at even being compared, really, to Jordan is pretty much gone because the chances of him winning six championships are slim to none. And you're realizing that there's a chance that you might not get this one, and this team might be broken up, and you might not have a chance to ever be considered better than the 95-96 Bulls. Yep, and it resulted in brat, 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 brat behavior. I'm sorry, it's inexcusable. It was unacceptable. And I, it shows you the complete unfairness by the, the world of sport fans that Steph and Alicia are getting this pass. I'm sorry. I don't want to troll you, but wrong move. Because Cavs know they're in your skin now. They're under it. And I'm telling you what, I'm looking forward to a great Game 7. And I, I severely hope the Cavaliers win. I think they'll put the Warriors in place because let's talk about the Warriors right now, all right? We've talked about Alicia. We've talked about Steph. Let's talk about the Warriors. What I saw from them Game 6 was their realization, the realization that they're not as close as everyone thinks they are. Clay Thompson left early. Steph getting ejected. They're just not... They have been used to just being good. And they've gotten everything they wanted. It's like a spoiled kid. Everything's going in their favor. They even won the Thunder Series. Man, they're on top of the world. Went 3-1 against the Cavs. Draymond Green's like, man, if I was in Game 5, we win a championship. They've been talking smack. They've been acting big and tall. Being compared to 95-96 Bulls. Yeah, we're good. We're something. Welcome to reality, Warriors. It's not over yet and guess what you are one loss away from having a complete failure of a season and people say no that's not a failure yeah it is because if you want to be in the air of one of the greatest teams of all time you gotta seal the deal and win the NBA championship and I honestly hope you don't I think it'll be a good reality check to realize that you don't just get things handed to you you gotta work for it alright so NBA rigged well, okay, you got a chance to win at your home court, but I really hope you don't. I really do. It's outrageous, man. I just can't do this stuff. Well, we, I don't know if I'm even going to have enough time to talk about Atlanta, but we do need to talk about Atlanta, right? That's the NBA stuff. I'm a big NBA fan. If you want more insight what I think, I try to actually keep an objective view, and I know it seems like impossible, but I am what I feel like I'm one of the few that actually talk about Steph Curry and address what he's doing and say, yes, this is wrong, and I'm not going to excuse it. What the Warriors did game six was wrong, and I'm not going to excuse it. What Alicia Curry did was wrong, and I'm not going to excuse it, okay? And it's the same thing. If LeBron does something, I'm going to be like, yes, that is wrong, right? I don't worship the ground he walks on. 
So I want to, when I give NBA insight or sport insight in general, I will talk about that. I will be, try to be objective. I mean, I'm a Pistons fan, so it's not like my team's winning anytime soon. So we had a tragedy happen. I I mean, honestly, uh, the next day after I did Last Big Thoughts, um, we had the Orlando shooting. And it's just... It's it's terrible. Um, it was when I, I read the news, actually, while I was in my church service, uh, I saw a little thing come up, and my friend kind of looked at me and said, did you hear what happened? And I didn't know, and I read, and I, I can legitimately tell you it just broke my heart at first. And if you know anything about me, I'm a professing believer in Jesus Christ. I believe that he came and died and saved us from our sins, that he rose again, and that he's coming back one day, and that we need to believe in him. And uh, you also know that I also believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. And it's not that I hate homosexuals. I don't. I love homosexuals. I love transgender people. I just don't. I don't agree with their lifestyle. I don't. That's okay. We live in a world full of disagreement. That's what makes the world great. Everyone agreed on everything. That wouldn't be peace. That would be complete. We wouldn't be individual, Right. So that's my belief, and I'm not ashamed to say that. And I have you can ask any of my friends who are actually homosexual that I'm not hateful towards them at all. Just and that's what I wrote on Twitter. And that's something I wanted to address is with this Orlando shooting, you know, just because and it, the problem is is Christians giving it a bad name. There's too many people who are out there spreading hate. I'm telling you, that's not Christ like at all. It's not. That's not what Christ would have done. And so these people who are saying that it's God's judgment on these people, it's wrong and it's terrible. That's not what happened at the Pulse Gay Bar Club is not the judgment of God. What happened is that there was innocent men and women killed by one man's radical Islam rage. All right? And it is terrorism. It's not divine punishment. And the thing that sickens me is Christians are out there saying that. I'm like, what does that say about you? Who are we to, oh, almighty Christians, we believe in the truth. And yes, all you gays need to die because this is wrong. Really? No. No. That's so far off from the truth. It's unbelievable. It's wrong. No. And I apologize for the Christians out there that are saying vile things. And for those hurt in Orlando, I'm sorry. For those who have tweeted and posted on Facebook or messaged or whatever said to you. No, that's not. Those Christians are saying that don't know the love of Christ. What I wrote on Twitter, I think it rings true, is just because I don't agree with a lifestyle, right? And I don't think it's wrong to say that I openly disagree with something. That's fine. I have freedom of speech. But that's not a message of hate. Just because I don't agree with a lifestyle doesn't mean I don't grieve over the life lost. And folks, we had a tragedy occur. People were killed undeservingly. And I, my heart goes out to them. 
And here's my call for our Christian community as I try to sum this up, as I try to kind of close out the show here, is these people are hurting. Orlando is hurting. So reach out your arms and provide prayer and support. They've had a lot of stuff happen. We had the kid with the gator incident. We had Christina Grammy getting shot. And now we have this huge mass shooting, the biggest mass uh, shooting since, what, 9-11, right? It was the biggest amount of deaths as a count of terrorism. And I can get into the whole gun debate and get into the politics of it, but that's not about that. I even had a, a person, uh, a gay man, between at me saying, it's not a lifestyle, it's a, you know, it's a orientation, and there's a debate there, right? And, and But I told him, I was like, listen, you could go on my Twitter and see this conversation. I said, man, this is not what I'm talking about. This isn't about my views, my beliefs. It's not about your views or beliefs. It's about the there's people that lost friends and family and loved ones that they're never going to get back because someone took a broken religion to his own hands that clearly says in the Quran, kill infidels, and he went so and did it, and it was wrong. It is murder. It's not right. And those people did not deserve to die. Christian community, reach out loving arms and say, guess what? There is times where although there's differences in belief and views, you can unite together and help each other because that's what Jesus did and does and will do. Okay? Because if you ever think that there's going to be a change in views or belief on that area, Without Jesus, you're wrong. So I encourage you today, do what you can to help. Be involved. Make a difference in the world. Thank you for listening to Big Thoughts. I hope you enjoyed a little bit of insight on NBA and then a little just a call out to those who are currently in the Orlando situation as a Christian. I am praying for you guys. We have been praying for you guys. I want and I'm, I'm, I'm adamantly trying to seek avenues of us helping uh, out the Orlando community. My heart goes out to Orlando. Thank you for listening to Big Thoughts. This is another episode with Trevor Baker. This is a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a whole lot of everything. This is Big Thoughts, and I will see you next week.